Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> DLC Written by Ben Errington Narrated by Joseph Maudsley Her morning routine was the same as anyone else's would be Amanda was up before 8am Her body clock so in sync with her daily life That she hadn't ever needed an alarm clock She'd only slept beyond that time once in over five years and that was during a bout of bad flu that kept her bedridden for almost two weeks. She got dressed, drank black coffee, fed a cat. Walter would always scoff whatever she put in front of the feline by the time her back was turned. Ate a breakfast of her own, wholemeal toast and egg whites. And sat down in the indentation in the sofa that had been made by her butt's ability to remain almost entirely still for the 16 to 18 hours she spent in the same place, staring at the television across the room. Amanda hadn't been out of the house in over six months. Her sister dropped her groceries to her door every week and often stayed for a chat that descended into a lecture about how Amanda had to snap out of it and get back out into the real world. Amanda didn't really know what it was and she didn't like the real world not one bit it was a big bright and scary place and if the news was right there were people who wanted to kill you waiting around every corner shooters walked into schools and murdered whole classes full of kids planes and trains and buses blew up because of some religion or some war or some political ideology 
We're seeing that people are quicker to pull the trigger of a gun than sit down and talk through their differences these days. The news made her scared. Always showed her the worst side of society, the side that she couldn't face up to. Perhaps the media had an agenda of some sort. But Amanda had no reason to believe that she couldn't trust what was being reported every day. Her boyfriend had been killed by a cop. The people who were supposed to protect and serve. And since then, she found it hard to look another living, breathing person in the face. She missed the marches, the protests, the vigils, damn, even the funeral. She locked herself away from the family, friends, priests and the media that came knocking. And eventually, after ignoring them for long enough, they left her alone. All but a sister, of course, who seemed to think that she had a duty to keep knocking on a door and making sure Amanda was still alive. As if she wouldn't be. She had everything she needed. The life insurance payout meant she managed to keep paying the bills and food was never a problem. She kept clean and healthy and most importantly, entertained. Of course the 24 hour news channel got a bit too much after a while and every day at around midday Amanda switched on her games console to play one of the vast collection of video games she had amassed by spending an extortionate amount of online currency. Of course it came out of a bank account but seeing the numbers on the screen and spending with one or two clicks didn't make it seem real somehow. The game she was currently spending most of her days playing was called Hired Help. <laughs> An open world game where the player controlled a contract killer who would take on various jobs and missions that had to be completed in a time limit. The storyline was quite basic, and the voice acting was even worse, but Amanda enjoyed how it allowed her to zone out and even become accustomed to the extreme violence that played out on the screen. When she turned back to the news, she liked to pretend that the stories about shootings and car accidents and armed robberies were just missions from the game that had somehow made it onto TV. One rainy afternoon, which were the ones Amanda liked the best, that raindrops pounding the glass steadily with her heartbeat, she saw a blinking notification in the corner of the screen as she booted up Hired Help. It was letting her know that the first downloadable add-on for the game was available to purchase from an online store. Amanda felt excited that she would be potentially seeing some new areas of the game as she'd almost completed the main storyline and all of the side missions 100%. An accomplishment that she'd always wanted to achieve but it was one that made her worried that she'd run out of things to do in the game world. She quickly clicked purchase on the new content which was titled The Lonely Killer and restarted the game. It took only several minutes to install and once the game began she noticed that an entire new section of the game map was available to access. Walter jumped up on her lap, made himself comfortable purring as Amanda tapped away on the controller, scrolling through the new menus and looking at all the new icons on the display. Plenty of new missions were available, including one that sounded particularly interesting called As the game loaded the new mission, Amanda used a jetpack she'd acquired for a character, after beating over a hundred high-leveled NCPs to travel to the casino where the targets were. The new area of the city looked familiar, as if she'd seen it in another game she'd played. 
you read the mission brief aloud as it scrolled across the bottom of the screen. Some high rollers owe a contact a lot of money. We're talking millions. I'd be tempted to blow the whole place of business sky high, but you know, innocent bystanders and customers are going to get hurt. We don't need that heat. So get in there and call every last one of the scumbags. Don't leave until all their blood has been spilled. We're sending a message. They're playing a high-stakes exclusive poker game on the top floor of the casino. It'll be tough to get into the room undetected, but once you do, mow them down. We'll gain notoriety for this if we get it right, and we'll end up rich. That's right. Even richer than we currently are. Good luck. Amanda smiled at the thought of making a character even more rich and powerful. She liked the white suit that she'd purchased for it, but was thinking about what other outfits, vehicles and weapons she could splash the cash on once his mission was completed. The mission was tough, but Amanda was an expert. The stealth section of the game, which involved moving around undetected by the guards and enemies in the casino, was easy enough when she'd gained a disguise, which had a character dressed as a cocktail waiter. She had to quietly dispatch of a few of the members of security after sneaking up from behind and choking the life out of them. Once she'd made it into the room where the poker game was being played, she worked out her tactics. It was likely that there were dozens of armed enemies in there, so after kicking in the door, she threw three smoke grenades inside and used heat-seeking automatic rifle to pit them off one by one. A few of them got close, but her character was skilled in hand-to-hand combat, and after knocking their sorry asses to the ground, she put a bullet in their heads with a sidearm. The final guy had a grenade launcher, Scarface style, and Amanda's character had to dive behind cover before slinging a grenade of her own in the direction of the opponent. After blowing him to bits, Several alerts dinged on her screen, confirming that the mission was a success and that a six-figure sum was being transferred to her character's account immediately. Amanda continued to complete smaller missions for hours, escorting drug mules across the city, protecting prostitutes from violent customers, threatening store owners who hadn't paid their protection money. She enjoyed it all. She stopped to eat, but by the time she looked at the clock again, she'd noticed it was time for bed. She fed water once more and was asleep almost as soon as her head hit the pillow. The next morning the routine was the same, and by the time Amanda sat down to watch the news, she realised that she couldn't wait to put the game on again. Despite playing it for hours upon hours, she felt that she needed to turn it on immediately. As she powered up the console, however, a news story on the TV caught her attention. The words, Casino Massacre, were displayed in large white letters and the view of a building surrounded by yellow crime scene tape from a helicopter was shown on a screen behind a reporter. Amanda turned up the volume. A gang-related massacre where 25 confirmed people have been killed took place last night at a branch of Diamond Casino. It is understood that police are looking for a number of suspects involved and the event is not being treated as a terrorist attack. Amanda felt her stomach sink as she continued to watch. There were distinct similarities between the news report and the mission she completed on hired help less than 12 hours ago. The casino even looked the same, but Amanda guessed that they all did. It was just a bizarre coincidence. 
Amanda turned over to the game without another thought and continued to plough through mission after mission. Killing all of the bad guys she could and racking up high scores, achievements and trophies that appeared in the corner of the screen with a satisfying notification sound. One mission in particular took Amanda's character to a grocery store. And as she was being briefed a new mission by a secretive contact in the back of the building, a robbery broke out and a member of staff was taken hostage. Amanda used a sniper rifle from the back of the store to deliver a perfect headshot on the criminal. His skull exploding and soaking the screaming girl he had been threatening to kill with blood. Thinking nothing of it, Amanda continued to whittle away the hours with more gaming, racking up the level of a character more and more. However, after another night of solemn sleep, the news again showed a peculiar story in the morning. Grocery store hero kills robber, saves hostage. There wasn't much to go on, but again the place looked the same as it did in the game. The details were oddly parallel to what happened as well. But again, Amanda thought, she knew, it must be a coincidence. But it kept happening. In the game, she killed a group of human traffickers on a boat in a harbour that looked identical to the place in the hometown where her father would take her and her sister for late evening walks when they were kids. She had to load the boat with C4 and sink it from a distance, confirming the completion of the mission by calling the contact on a secure line. The next morning, there was a headline, Boat Explosion Kills Human Traffickers. Amanda had never subscribed to what her sister had called agrophobic, but some of these abnormal situations seemed to confirm that all was not right, even if Amanda felt secure and happy with the current situation. Were these hallucinations of some sort? searched online for the details of the downloadable add-on for hired help, but couldn't find any information on the content entitled The Lonely Killer. It was as if it didn't exist at all. She thought about calling the console support line, but the thought of speaking to an actual human being and trying to explain what was happening filled her with dread. After a day of staring at a blank screen, Amanda decided to boot up the game one more time and try to find answers within the virtual reality world. The next mission statement made Amanda's bottom lip quiver. Somebody has taken all of our jobs. And business for you as a contract killer is going to take a hit if we don't take out the competition. She's deadly, doesn't seem to do things by the book. We've tracked her down to a ground floor apartment on the outskirts of town. Cut her throat and bring a lifeless corpse back to me. Amanda's hand shook as she controlled her character which seemed to move with a lethal precision that she hadn't noticed before. She travelled by car until she recognised the area she was in. It was her neighbourhood. It looked somewhat different, but it was without doubt the same place. As the character exited the vehicle and approached the end of her street, she felt it wriggle free of her control, turning the opposite way to where she'd wanted it to go, far away from her home. She wasn't in control of the game anymore. Her character walked slowly, 
like a serial killer in an 80s movie, towards the front door of her building. Amanda heard a bang on her door and she turned around terrified. Her mouth was dry and she wanted to call out, but she couldn't form the words with her lips. In the game, the character was inside, and moving towards the room where Amanda had been sitting for over six months, alone except for Walter the cat. It had become her haven, her one true escape from the real petrifying world, and now it had become invaded. Her blood ran cold, and she dropped the controller onto the ground with a thud. Amanda watched the screen as she appeared on it, an animated version of herself sitting with her eyes glued to the TV. The video game character was coming towards her. She turned and screamed as she saw the face of the video game character, eyes black and glitching as it lunged for her, a knife in its hand. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. DLC was written by Ben Errington, narrated by Joseph Morsley, with music by Aries Beats and Tom Robson. As it's Halloween, why not treat the Hawk and Cleaver guys by leaving a review on the iTunes store? And who knows, if you keep an eye on your podcast feed, perhaps we'll have some surprises in return. Until next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.